You are now listening to Our Stories Lifestyle podcast with me, Katarina Kaur. And with me, Colin Kaur. We really, we really want, to, want thank to thank our listeners, our listeners for, your for your support and, support and feedback. feedback. One year, Colin. You've been here one year now, so how do you feel about it compared to when you just arrived a year ago? Much more settled. Um, yeah, everything's cool, everything's nice. Um, the, the vibe here is really, really good. I've adapted to it after overcoming the initial struggle. It was so hard, you know, but I don't want to be negative. Um, Stockholm, Sweden is a beautiful country and um, I've accepted it. I'm going to be here for a while. And um, compared to my home city and town, it's second to none. But my heart is still with London because that's where I was actually born and raised. So any of you listeners, don't think that I've sold out. I've still got you in my heart, but I'm not ready to return yet. Okay, that's a good thing because I was a little bit afraid in the beginning because you said, oh, there's no people out on the street. Everyone is wearing black. There's no culture here, no ethnical people. It's boring. Wow, yeah, Yeah, you're right. Um, It was adjusting, you know, and it's what the the eyes are used to. Yeah. You know, it was like, when I came here, it was like, um, it was just dark. The weather wasn't too bad, but it was dark. And, um, you know. So how come you changed? What made you change, do you think? What made me change? My second life, actually coming out of the, the COVID coma, yeah. it kind of waked me up. And also, the main thing was visiting Östersund. That's what really made me accept um, the country, how beautiful it is. I'm not saying the UK hasn't got a beautiful countryside, but yeah, it, was, it, it opened my eyes, it humbled me. Yeah, I remember you said, oh, but we can stay here, we can live in a house up here. And I said, but babes, this is in the middle of nowhere. I don't even know the name of this village. Yeah, I remember saying that. <laughs> yeah. um, maybe because as a child, yeah. living in Amsterdam, when we went to the country, to my stepfather's um, friend's farm, he converted a barn house into an apartment. So that's where I've always had that sort of um, sort of feeling that you, you know, is um, you're nearer to nature when you're away from the central part of the cities, and um, yeah, that's where I get my comfort. Also, just being away from people, and also the surroundings of um, the transport, and you know, you can go on long walks. You can. It's just totally different. Fresher, fresher here. Yeah. But the fresher in Stockholm and Sweden is on a different level a positive level than the UK, London, UK. Yeah, and uh, we were swimming in this in the lakes up there. Yeah, that was, was good as well. Yeah. Very, very cold, but um, yeah, it clear, woke me up, it's clear, great water. But yeah, um, I'm enjoying myself. I'm really, really, really enjoying it. I love it here. I'm not ready to return back to the UK at all. Um, but that's a different case with Katharina. Yeah, She's love. still got the London buzz, I don't yeah. know why. But she's a buzzy type person, so <laughs> it suits her more, the fast living of London, the fast, hectic, everything's going all over the place, like the cars parked in all different directions. That was a point that I couldn't understand yeah. when I came I, in. I, I was so confused in London, like the cars is all over the place. <laughs> backwards, backwards and forwards and all over. Like, I was, yeah, what? no order. No. London has no order. And that's why I like Sweden. It's a, it's a country of order. Yeah, but I like the 
vibes in like in South London, Peckham, East Street, East yeah. Street Market, the avocados. I understand what you're saying oh, yeah. about the vibe in London, yeah. yeah, if you haven't been there, because the majority of the Swedes that I speak to, mm-hmm. and they've said they've been to the London, they always give me the good feedback, positive feedback, where I'm the pessimistic one, I think, ah, oh, I don't want no part of it. Yeah. But it's just a different culture, a different way of life. Yeah, I can understand why you enjoy Peckham, Brixton, yeah. and Camwell, South London. Big shout to my South Londoners. <laughs> yeah, but it's also we also been looking to lots of documentaries about UK because I'm feeling obsessed about it to see all the the poor kids and the, yeah, you was quite touched yeah, by that. So I just want to like go there and do something. She wants to save the world, which is impossible. You know, if you can change one, that's great. If you can change 10, that's even greater. It's a good sort of um, feeling to have. But Katharina, again, just highlighted, we have been watching a lot of YouTube documentaries. Mm -hmm. The ones that attract her and make her kind of a bit weepy is you you never believe that there's starving kids, not just across the world, but starving kids in the UK. And that's how um, the UK paint themselves that they you know, uh, the, the the government officials that they're doing well and everything's great, it's the place to be. But there's a lot of starving kids from all different races. Yeah, they're suffering so badly. Uh, a good thing what they have is like the food bank. I don't know if we have the food banks here in Sweden. Yeah. Uh, we just have them some, some Sundays. We give sandwiches and coffee for the... It's kind of similar yeah, to that. Yeah, food but... banks is kind of similar to what you just explained. Yeah. So... You know, if you're struggling with your any form of food, the food food bank can subsidize that yeah, and help you out. Bags, yeah, I'm not saying it's the greatest quality of food, but, but it's food, you know, it's sustainable. Yeah. yeah, you're right. But I found food very expensive here when I came here. Oh. I found clothing expensive. I know I'm in a so-called central form of hub in Sodomon, Yeah. but I found it expensive. It is expensive. And do you know the name that used to get on my nerves? <laughs> Ika, Ika. Every day it was Ika, Ika. Nowhere else but Ika, Ika. <laughs> and when I used to go in there, I used to just feel physically sick that I didn't even want anything from there. I just thought, because I keep hearing it. And then you know the worst thing? What's the name of the guy in the advert? Stig, Ika Stig. Poor Ika Stig. Because when he's advert... I don't think he's poor though. I no, think he's got he's a rich. lot of money. <laughs> but I used to... F- sort of take it out on him on the adverts, the Eek adverts with Eka Stig. I used to look at him and think, you're the reason why Eka's so expensive <laughs> because you're the boss behind Eka. But mm. Katharina explained to me, you know, he's like only an actor for Eka. He's not the <laughs> owner, Colin. Yeah. So it made me sort of calm down a bit. Yeah. yeah. So I'm apologetic, Eka Stig. <laughs> Okay, Colin, uh, maybe you should explain a little bit about Ika because it's a Swedish thing, you know, Ika. So, so let me explain. Ika, for those people who are not Swedish, is a local supermarket. So in London, it's kind of like, or the UK, it's kind of like equivalent to Tesco's. So when I said I just got sick of going in there, it's like there weren't any other local, and I mean, well, maybe one other at that time, my wife, Katharina, was just always in Ica, you know, and the prices to me was a bit high. And also, yeah, when I mentioned about the cars, we mentioned about the cars. Yeah. 
Okay, let me break it down. I just found here like a liberal sort of communist country because all the cars were facing each other. And in, in, in I can only speak for the UK, you can park, as Katharina said in, earlier on, you can park how you want, with certain boundaries, but it didn't really, it doesn't really matter if you're facing in the opposite direction to another car. So let me just highlight those areas for individuals that may not have understood me <laughs> earlier on. But let's move on. Ah, this is when things get a little bit more exciting. We're going to look at clothing. We all love clothing. Yeah. I did mention the Swedes have got such an understated style. Not in your face. It's so cool. But we found some various other stores that are not really high-end that we can still sort of be pleased in what we're wearing and feel fresh and clean and stylish. So, Katharina, I was to ask you, for the month of November, yeah. let's look at clothing. Mm -hmm. What is your favorite item that you've purchased and you sort of got that sort of attachment to it? Uh, most definitely one of my oversized jogging bobs and the jo uh, oversized sweatshirt. Hoodie, yeah. Hoodie. Yeah, she's kind of hooked on that at the yeah. moment. As soon as I come home, I just put it on. I love it. Yeah, every time we go out, she's looking for a variation of colors <laughs> and that. You know, and yeah, she's got you got a white one. Is it a white or gray? Yeah, it's a white. Yeah, slightly white. It's whitey gray sort of, isn't it? Yeah. With speckles of gray in it. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, it is. And also, what's the other one you've got? It's like a green blue, sort of dusty green blue. And she's just got this attachment to those yeah. two once she comes in just to chill out and slounge around it. And also, it looks cool when she's just like popping to the shop or we're just around locally. Right. So what's your favorite <laughs> clothing? Good point. In November. November. I like my oversized sweatshirts. Yeah. Um, Copy. Yeah, because we've got a similar sort of style. <laughs> yeah. Because she wears some of my sweatshirts as well. Don't you know? say that. You know, <laughs> I don't like anyone wearing my clothes. But, you know, it's only clothes. It's only material. Maybe. And it's my wife. That's called love. Yeah, it's called love. Yeah. Okay, going back to Katharina's point, what is one of my favourite... I would say my oversized puffer three-quarter length coat with a cosy hood over it it's just so warm it's like walking walking on the street with a quilt if you can imagine that yeah. wrapped like in a, quilt. a sleeping bag and the color yeah. is slightly different from my norm i didn't go for the you know the normal black it's kind of like a greeny color a really really nice greeny color and also yeah i've got um what else can i say yeah i would say that's one of my favorite two items my puffer coat and also my oversized sweatshirts. Mm -hmm. It just maybe because I'm getting older, you know. We just want to be comfortable. Comfortable. Yeah, I, like love, I, I love. I love when she says that. Comfortable. <laughs> comfortable. Comfortable. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. That's how you spell it, huh? Comfortable. Yeah, but you pronounce it much yeah. more efficient than how I would pronounce it because yeah. I'm from South London, as you know. And we kind of drag our words and exaggerate our words. But yeah, so if it's talking English, Can maybe... Can you please say water, please? 
we don't say water. If I was to say water yeah. locally yeah. In, in London, they'd think, where the hell has this guy come from? <laughs> they most probably, if I said that in certain <laughs> neighborhoods, I'd be approached in a funny, funny way, you know? They'd think, where has this guy come from? Is he undercover police or something like that? <laughs> so how do you say it? We say water. Yeah, yeah. Uh, water. I, I'm trying to say water. Yeah, with a water. little slang to it, you know? <laughs> We're looking at favorite things for the month, um, which is quite interesting. One of my favorite movies at this present, no, it's a series or Gangs of London. Really, really good. Um, it's got the guy from, um, what's it called? Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders, yeah. the, the brother. Um, I forgot his name. It's Johnny, Johnny, is it Johnny? John Nelson, John, jo I tell you what, John Shelby. Yeah. He is the brother of the main character in Netflix for anyone who's been watching Peaky Blinders on Netflix. That is a must do. You've got to watch it. But um, London Gangs is really good. Um, I find it on near enough a, in a modern way is, is, is just different. I don't want to spoil it for anyone because I was the child who would tell you everything in a movie before you saw it. <laughs> and then my mum would say, Colin, you just, just can't keep that mouth shut. <laughs> so check it out on Netflix. Um, it's really cool. cool. Um, you'll like that. I don't want to spoil it too much, but give it a shout. What is your favorite oh, film for, for, this, for this present moment, I should say, because I love Christmas. I love all the Christmas movies. <laughs> so I don't know. I have like a long list for like 20 movies that I need to, to see during my weekends and uh, Christmas holidays. But otherwise, I'm so into the crowns. I love them. What is the crowns? Is that the royal family? Yeah, the royal family. Like, the British royal family. Yeah. With the, right now, I'm looking at Diana and Ch uh, Charles. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. And so I love them sort of movies. Um, I'm not really a Christmassy person, you know, but I have no choice because, you know, everyone's got their own sort of wave of what they like. And Katharina is a very traditional Christmas, not too tra traditional. Can't even get my words out. Um, but yeah, so I'm a bit more low key with Christmas. But yeah, she's in that sort of mode at this present moment where she's watching quite a few Christmassy programs. She's yeah. like in her childhood sort yeah, of vibe. I love it. Yeah, um, yeah, which is, is, is cool. Everyone's different. But yeah, if I was to ask myself, what are, what are, what are your favourite meals or addition to food for the month that you kind of like, that you've got a, a little sort of drawing to? I know you like a lot of candy, but, you know, what is the ideal thing that you find that you're, you're kind of like um, craving for? My cravings are always like eggs. Wow, that was so hard for I was even <laughs> thinking that she was gonna come out with something different. Yeah, you but, know? I, but but that's my cravings. Then. Yeah, that's her cravings. Yeah. Mine. Oh no, I know. Can and I also have a drink that I like. What is that? Oh yeah. Oh the zero. Zero, it's what is zero? zero. It's like um, in Sweden we call it soft. Oh like, it's a diluted drink. Yeah, diluted. You add drink. water to it. Yeah. And oh, they have so many nice flavors, and we try them all now, with, except for the one with Coca Cola. Do you remember I mentioned Ica? 
it's kind of like that because every other evening, Katharina's talking about, oh, I've got to get this diluted um, juice, which um, she's gone through the flavours. We, we've gone through the flavours. Yeah. And I just think, oh, when I look in the fridge and see it, um, you know, I just You think, only oh. have like five bottles now. Yeah, only five. <laughs> you know, but I've sort of whittled it down to maybe two flavours, which is orange. Yeah, and raspberry. Yeah, the raspberry I've gone off a little bit because we had that quite a lot. But there's another one you got. Yeah, the green apple and the passion fruit. And it's by a company called? Zero. Zero. And what about the calories? None. Zero. Zero. Check it out. So good. So try Check it. Check it out. Check you it out. You will love it. And so guess what? Try and keep it minimal because you it lasts so long. All you have to do is have a little drop and then compensate it with some nice cold water with ice if you want but it's really nice yeah so that's my favorite mine is i don't know if yeah many people must be familiar with nutella but we yeah. know nutella carries a lot of unwanted or ungood con contents in it which you know i'm kind of on that what's in the contents of the food now a little bit more stronger so I found, um, we found, I say, we found a different formula, which is hazelnut. Um, it's protein, what's it called? Protein. Proteinella. Proteinella. It's so cool. It's so nice. It's so smooth. And it's very, very healthy. It's a chocolate spread. protein. Chocolate spread. So any of you that are out there training or whatever, you can, um, I just sometimes take it by the, the spoon and, don't worry, I washed the spoon before I actually put it back <laughs> in. You know, I'm clean like that, a bit fussy like that. But that's another, another yeah. um, sort of luxury to me. Um, but I love it. Yeah, that that makes me think about training and exercise. And I'm, my journey with the treadmills, we started it with the treadmills. And uh, how, how long did I go on the treadmill? Yeah, the, the treadmills. Beginning? I first said to her, let's do 20 minutes. And that was a long time. Yeah, and she thought that was a long time. But yeah. I'll give you a little secret about Katharina, which is something that I admire, one of the things that I admire. She makes a fuss about the initial, it could be from training, it could be to certain podcasting, it could be anything that maybe she's not used to. But I'm not saying that, you know, what I admire is it doesn't take her long to sort of get the hang of it and master it. Let me give you an example. Swimming. She said she doesn't like putting her head under the water. You know, you know. And I thought, so I said, okay, let's get in the pool. She said she doesn't really like swimming that much. Why don't you like swimming? What was your experience? It's more like, like I, I don't really dislike swimming, but I haven't been swimming since I was a kid because I can't be under the water because my nose, I feel like I'm drowning. So I, my neck is hurting because my head <laughs> like have to be up in the sky, so it's sort of... Yeah, but guess what, guys? Yeah. I normally swim 64 lengths, which is a mile. Not at that time, because I just got back into the pool and uh, my aim was to do 32 lengths. And my wife's first, this is what I say about the driving her, she completed 32 lengths yeah. and she felt great and I even felt greater. 
Yeah, it was not a problem. And that's the same method with the treadmill. She wasn't really a fan of the treadmill. <sighs> then I got addicted. She got addicted. She was yeah. doing an hour, roughly 800 calories. She was loving it. There was times that I didn't get up in the morning at 6 a.m. She's ready. What time is it open? 6.30? 6.30, I was 6.30, there. she was there before yeah. anyone. Yeah, I love it. But then the real test came in. The treadmills at times are occupied and she will sulk like a little baby. And that's where I came in. <laughs> Learn to adapt. Yeah, yeah. Learn to adapt. It's like you never sulk, huh? Right? Try something else. Use a different machine. I did, but I didn't like we it. We don't own the treadmills, even though it used to piss me off that someone's <laughs> on here. But I thought, right, I've got to be the man. Take the lead. Yeah. yeah. Show her. You're a man, Colin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so again. Um, so then they shut our gym down, November 21st. Yeah, which was so, quite kind of sad, but yeah. I did mention about adapting. So what have we adapted to? Yeah, we're doing our own workout at home. Uh, lots of burpees, even though I hate burpees, but it's a good one. And Why is it a good one to you? Because it's, I'm using my whole body. Good. Yeah. And uh, it's all based on technique, yeah, you know? Yeah, and the technique, I'm starting to get there, but I don't, I'm not professional yet. But we also do some boxing. And also, That's sorry, Katarina, where you mentioned that about the burpees, I mm -hmm. must say this. Mm -hmm. Burpees is a, a full range of movement with the body. And um, the body does not really like going down to the ground, then actually um, with an explosive power, getting back up onto your feet. But all I can sort of like, um, um, sort of like make a similar sort of um, example. It's like when you ride a bike at first, you keep falling off, then eventually you get that sort of momentum and you pick up speed, or maybe not speed, but you get that flow. And that's similar to burpees. You know, um, you can hit it up on YouTube and have a look at how and what is the best technique because there's always a formula to certain exercises. Yeah, so it's good. And what about your food? And what's our food like? Away from the little luxuries we like. We do keto. Yeah. Um, Mostly keto. Which has been working out really well. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, I, I can't complain. Um, Katharina's sort of, I came across it before with certain clients, but it was something that I didn't really sort of um, take to. Um, just being, oh, I can't be bothered. I'm not really a big, big promoter of diet i'm more when it comes to nutrients nutrition i should say yeah, but, getting in the right food but we don't eat it like a diet we eat it for like a lifestyle colin yeah it's a lifestyle it's good for your brain it's all about the lifestyle yeah and you sleep better you focus much better and yeah it's a good thing i just need to adapt it like 100 percent. i'm not really there but soon and also, what I like to say, we've got a small project that we're working on. Um, it's very early days, but we want to try and put something back into the community, even globally. Um, it's working with people that may suffer from obesity. That's going to come up in our later show. But um, the more defined elements to it. And it's a project that we're working on at this present moment. I don't know when the completion is, but it's something that we want to try and present to maybe some government officials, some business angels, anyone that wants to 
sort of show some form of interest. So that's coming. But we're going to give you some more fine details in our next episode. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think that's all for today. So, guys, stay cool. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Less is more. Less is more. I'm out. I'm out. Gangs of London on the Sky Network and the Seymour Network.